Okay. Welcome to the Foundation Podcast here on Sunday afternoon. And uh, it's a hot day in Texas, and we welcome you to the podcast. Uh, we are uh, Pastor... Um, it is hot. <laughs> it is hot. I mean, we're trying to... We're consolidating some things so that we can get that podcast out to you every week. And uh, and uh, it's been a week, actually. It's been a week... Uh, uh, an interesting week in our country and, uh, and all that. Um, anyway, <laughs> we, 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 we have all sorts of stuff that we're dealing with, but what today what we're going to deal with, Pastor, is we're going to talk about the four horsemen yes. of the apocalypse. Yes. And um, anyway, we, we've been, the uh, last couple of podcasts, we've been talking about prophecy, we've been talking about eschatology, about end times and uh, how things are Jesus well we were looking at Matthew chapter 24 and what Jesus spoke there but now what we want to do today is we want to get into the four horsemen of the apocalypse and this is found just to begin with uh, in Revelation chapter 6 beginning with verse 1 and if you have your Bibles we encourage you to grab a hold of that Get that Bible out and read along with us, and um, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into this. Pastor, do you want to give an introductory, or do you want to? Uh, yes, and we will be dealing with this uh, from a uh, premillennial uh, standpoint. Yes, uh, I do realize that the majority of the church would look at Revelation as uh, a post, uh, I guess, a postmillennial. Yeah, uh, post-millennial or a millennial standpoint, mm -hmm. and would look at Revelation as already, you know, look at his history. Yeah, his history. Uh, they, they, some people, you know, and, 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 that, and if you're in that camp, that that's fine. Um, that's not how I would look at uh, Revelation. I would look at Revelation as prophetic. Is mm -hmm. it's uh, an apocalypse. In fact, that's the, the name Revelation, and uh, and I believe it's the things that pertain to our day. And, uh, and and then, you know, so Revelation, as far as what we would call, I, I believe this is what we would call tribulation, the 70th week of Daniel, yes. is what we're dealing with here. Uh, and Revelation is broken up into um, seal judgments. There's seven of them. Mm -hmm. uh, there's uh, seven uh, trumpet judgments. And trumpet. Then there's seven bowl judgments. Bowls. Yep. Um, Basically, the, the first seven seals, uh, it, it's my understanding, at least as I read, I believe it, it relates to the first three and a half years of the tribulation. Mm -hmm. uh, the first, um, the first uh, four seals deal with our four horsemen of the apocalypse. And, yes. uh, and, you know, and one of the things that's interesting right here, it's the Lamb of God. Jesus is the one that opens up these seals. Yes. And uh, so I believe this is something that's going to happen. Uh, I might also mention that with these four horsemen of the apocalypse, while I do believe that these are future things to come, there is a point in here where if you just look into history, mm -hmm. uh, everything from the, from what the Bible speaks of Nimrod and mm -hmm. Babel, where we have a confusion of the languages in Genesis 11, uh, Nimrod would have been a world leader. At least yes. the world would have been a lot smaller than it is right now. Mm -hmm. But he was a world 
leader. And so everyone from Nimrod all the way to an escalation to the Antichrist, who I believe is represented by these four horsemen and what he will do during that time. Uh, and, and by the way, there's a devastation within these four horsemen. Mm -hmm. a, a fourth of the earth is killed. Yes. Uh, this is... This is a traumatic time, and, and well, let me let me say this: If you're watching this and you don't know the Lord, and uh, and maybe you know these things scare you, uh, I would implore you to repent. I would implore you to yes. repent of your sins, give your life to Jesus, and follow Him, yes. so that these things would not have to be a part of your future. Yeah. And now, when you're looking at the Book of Revelations, Pastor, we, we and I'm just going to kind of break it down real quick. First chapter, we to hear about Island being or John being on the island of Patmos, and he's uh, have has a vision. The uh, and then uh, it's basically we talk about the churches, the golden, the candlesticks, and all this in chapters two and three. In chapter four, then there's the command for him to come up hither. Actually, he's caught away so that he can see what's going on in heaven. Chapter 5 talks about the, the beast and those before the throne and this type of thing, worshiping the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb that was slain, and all this, and setting us up for these seals. Okay? So now the three different, I don't know, clusters of judgments. And as Pastor had said before here, we have the seals first. We have the trumpets, and then we have the bowls. Now, as we go along and progress, things get worse and get hairier and hairier. I mean, it gets worse and worse. Now, Pastor, let me ask you this. Do you, again, just to clarify, do you feel that these four horsemen are at the start of the tribulation? Yes, I, I believe. And, 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 and by the way, you know, I'm not going to be dogmatic about this. I believe that. Uh, once the restrainer is removed, yes, uh, that Paul talked about in Second Thessalonians two, I believe the restrainer is the church. Uh, and when I say the the church, that which the Holy Spirit uses as a temple, yes, uh, when when the church uh, is removed from the from the earth and the rapture of the church, uh, the restrainer is lifted. I believe this is when these events start. Okay. And I believe it so, is a fulfillment of the 70th week of Daniel. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and there, what did, Dan, what did God speak to Daniel about? He said in the 70th week, this prince to come, this Antichrist, Antichrist yeah. uh, will confirm a covenant uh, with, with, the, with, the, with the peoples of, of God, which is basically Israel. Israel yeah. That's what he's talking about. And uh, and so you know, been a lot of speculation on what that means. What yeah. kind of covenant is he gonna? It's a seven-year covenant mm -hmm. for one week. See, every day represents a year. In the middle of that week, that's what's called the abomination of desolation. Desolation. Uh, Daniel talked about it. Jesus yeah. talked about it. Matthew twenty-four. And Paul writes about it. Second Thessalonians, uh, uh, chapter two. In fact, the most definitive. I've even heard all millennialists. So yeah. this, uh, I'm not going to mention this person's name, but uh, even he said, even though he was an amillennialist, uh, when he looked at Second Thessalonians chapter two, he said that causes me to 
Yeah. You know, I, I mean, yeah. because he said Paul's too specific about it. And, you know, and it should, you know. And, and once again, that's one of the things that, regardless of where you stand on Bible prophecy, and, uh, you know, we, we've got to let God's Word speak. Yes, you, you have know, to. And, and, you, and yeah, we all we, have we our preconceived get, ideals. Yeah, you and, can't yeah, work that into you, this. But when you come across something that just hits you and it goes against maybe what you thought or believed, not that what you thought or believed is evil. No. But, you know, we all have our <coughs> filters, so to speak. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'll acknowledge we're, we're Pentecostal, we're mm -hmm. Assembly of God. Um, I have a certain viewpoint on how I view Scripture, um, and I have, and it's important for me to understand that yeah. because uh, by understanding that, when I come across something that goes sideways with maybe a tradition of the church, I mean, you know, yeah. well, I've, I've got choices to make, right? And I, I appreciated that particular minister. I respect him very much, to be honest with you. And by the way, that's Dr. James White. Yeah, Dr. James White. And, uh, yeah. and I believe he has changed his views about eschatology a little bit since mm -hmm. then. But I appreciated his honesty. And, uh, and, and see, that, that's the thing. Life. When we are interpreting, when we're reading the Bible, we talk about hermeneutics and interpretation and all this type of thing. Yeah, we need to be honest. Yes, we, we, we have to. And the, the thing is, is that so many, they'll put their thoughts out there, Pastor. Oh, I believe this, 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 this is going to happen. And when that doesn't come to pass, what are we doing? Are we saying, listen, I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong what I said, and I'm studying, I'm praying about it. I want God to give me the right. Uh, that's different than trying to conjure another idea. Up to try to just oh well it just is this, uh, and, and just to try to give yourself an excuse. Uh, one of the things that we can use in recent history, an example, is those individuals that were prophesying that Donald Trump would be president in uh, when was it twenty 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 when the twenty twenty election he would win re-election, and they are saying oh he's going to be pro you know and all this and then. It comes to pass he's not. He's not president. I don't care what world or what psychic realm that you're living in. He is not president today. Uh, we have Biden, in, even though to our dismay, we have Biden in the office. Yes, I'm, I'm opinionated. But the thing here is this. There were some that would say, listen, you know what? I was, I was saying this and I was wrong. Yes, and actually came forward and repented and told people that they were wrong or what have you. Then we got others that, that go into, like I said, some sort of mystic realm and say, well, he, uh, God still considers him present. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Where are you getting this stuff? Not from Scripture. You're trying to justify a wrong interpretation that you made or prophecy or whatever that you made and you're trying to get out of it. Accept it. Own the problem. Own that you were wrong. You see, this is what uh, uh, back in the day, Pastor, I read, um, what's his name? Uh, the late great planet Earth. What was his? Oh, Hal Lindsey. 
Hal Lindsey. I mean, you want to talk about prophecy and eschatology back in the later 70s, 80s, that type of thing. Uh, this, this man wrote several books, The Late Great Planet Earth and blah, 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 blah. Well, he ended up, and I mean, this is history. I mean, you could check it online or whatever you want to do. But he may end up making a prediction of when the Lord was going to rapture. And it didn't happen. Yeah, and that's one of the, the things that, that a lot of people get into. And uh, and that, that's where they make mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, my, 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 my papa, my, my dad's dad. Yeah. And I grew up, you know, um, you know, around them, and you know, I'm amazing. You know, uh, I just, I can still see them in my mind's eye. Mm -hmm. He'd be sitting in one of the recliners. My mama would be sitting in the other one. They each had their little lamps. Yeah. And they would be there reading their Bibles. Okay. That was normal. That's that was nice. normal. He got off work, and and so sometimes I got to go over and spend the night when I was little. And, and this, and this is going to sound really odd. He would. He lived on a property, acres of land, and mm -hmm. and so what he would do with me is that he would give me a twenty gauge shotgun. You know, I'm like eight nine years old. Okay. Give me a handful of shells and tell me, you know, see if he shoots some birds or something with it. A different world. A different world. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, and I but but I can but I can remember. And the other thing they did, they want me to interrupt them, and they knew I'd been bored if I'd been yeah. sitting in the. If I'd have been sitting in the, uh, you know, in the room with them, because they were quiet. Yeah. And and what I remember, my papa especially, he had his Bible, and right there on his stand, I always saw it all those years. Uh, how was the uh, late great late planet, planet, planet Earth? Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he loved Bible prophecy, but one of the things my papa never did is he never predicted when the rapture would happen. No, no. Well, he, he, he accept that it says that no one knows the day or the time. I mean, we don't, and it's going to be coming as a thief in the night, and all these different things. We don't know. No, and, and by the way, when we're, we're talking about the rapture of the church preceding these four horsemen here. That's a uh, premillennial. Yeah, that's a premillennial viewpoint, yeah. and, and I believe that best express what I can see in Scripture. And, and like I said, I recognize that people have a different opinion about it. Okay? Yeah. I'm not going to fight mm -hmm. with anybody over psychology. Uh, because in the end, Jesus is going to come when he comes, and it doesn't matter what your view or my That's view right. is. But you do have to make some kind of determination, okay? Yeah, and and so, from, you need to be prepared. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, thing, I, 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 I believe Jesus can come back right now. Sure. I don't believe that there's any signs but in the scripture that point to the, to, the, to the rapture. I believe there's signs that point toward the second coming. Yeah. Uh, and even to the tribulation period, but really... Uh, I believe what I can see in Scripture is that the apostles, the writers of the New Testament, wrote that Jesus' return as far as the rapture would be imminent. Yes. Uh, it can happen any moment. And I think every generation has to view it that way. I believe that's because we all have to be ready because it's going to happen to somebody's generation. Yes. And just think about this. If you don't know Jesus, if you're watching this today and you do not know Jesus, you're not saved. This is your future, if you're still here. I mean, unless this yeah. happens in a hundred well, years. Well, let's just put it this way. If you don't but know, if this you, is your future. Yeah, if you don't know the Lord, and let's say the rapture happened, say like right now, you're watching the video, the Lord is gone. Right. In a twinkling of an eye. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and you're here, 
my suggestion would be to call out to God immediately. Because a lot of people are going to get right with God in the tribulation period. Yes. Uh, but but you know, the thing, but, here's but the thing. The You're going to have to go through this. Yeah, get right with God now. Yeah, and before. It, and if I'm wrong and, and this happens before the rapture, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to lose my mind, but I know I want to be ready when he comes. And yes. I want you to be ready as well. And uh, that's one of the biggest reasons we study eschatology, yeah. because we understand he's coming back, and we have to be prepared, just like that parable of the uh, the ten virgins. Yes. Half of them didn't have lamp oil in their lamps. They're out there trying to get oil, and the and the and the, and the groomsmen come. Him, boom. Sorry, Charlie, you got you 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 left. I mean, you did not make this train. And I'm going to tell you what, that's, that could be somebody out there. You're struggling, you don't know Jesus, or else you're struggling, you're back and forth, you're backslidden. You need to make sure that you're right with God. And, you know, we're talking about how Lindsay, yes, he he did, you know, mm -hmm. make a prediction that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, he based that on, I don't, I don't remember him saying God told him, but he just... He looked at the world events that were happening. Remember, yeah. the Vietnam War was going on all during this time. Yeah, uh, things really looked different, and uh, and uh, you know, and so so, but but you know, I'm not critical of Hal Lindsey because you know what, mm. he is in big. Really, he has a a big part to play in in the Jesus. Yes, he did. He, he did have a... He really pointed people back. And the thing is, how many got saved under that? Uh, hopefully they did By the way, he was a street preacher. That's how he started. Yes. He would preach the gospel right there on the street. So if you're if you're one of these people that maybe that makes you a little bit angry, you made a prediction and happened, well, let's, let's be careful because mm -hmm. unless we're on the street preaching the gospel and we're out there trying, or witnessing to our neighbors all the time and we're trying to implore people to come to Christ, I, I'm just saying we keep things in perspective. He was wrong to do yeah. that. I, I think he did say is that he, he was wrong. I, I do believe he said he said he Yeah, yeah, he owned up to it. I've heard him in years yeah, since then. Fessed up to it. And and, try uh, to make in fact, he learned something from it, just like some of those people yeah. that predicted or said that God told them that President Trump would be reelected. Mm -hmm. uh, there were numerous prophets that came back and said, you know, I was wrong. I missed it. And I know one young man who actually shut down his ministry and just recreated something different by being accountable to another pastor, yeah. because he needed he needed to find out how did I miss that, you know? Because I mean, let's just put it this way: if you claim a supernatural revelation, and I'm not talking about just President Trump, I'm talking yeah. about anything. You claim that an angel came and told you this, you had a vision, or or, or something like that. Uh, that you believe God communicated something to you about the future and it doesn't happen. Um, while I've never had that happen to me, I will say this, that that would shake me to the core. Oh, yeah. If it did. I would have to reevaluate. Now, if you truly believe, you know, the, the, the thing, Pastor, so I ask myself this question. This is in the back of my head. I'm asking, why do people do this time and again? And the thing is, People, okay, I want to get down to basic psychology. People want to be significant. 
Yeah, they do. They want to be noticed. They want to be significant. Why do you think they have all this TikTok trash out there of these these girls? Point, you know, they want attention. They want to be significant. Well, let's just you know, and I'll and I'll be, and fair. I'll I'll be yeah, probably be, digging a little I'll too be, deep. I'll be going. fair in this assessment. Yeah. Um, You know, those who predict who the president's going to be. Yeah. Okay. Well, let, let's just be honest. Can we be honest here? Yeah. You got, it's like flipping a coin. You got a 50% chance of being right. <laughs> All right. Roll the dice. Um, yeah. I mean, and so, you know, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yes. All right. So, I, you know, I, I and, and by the way, I use that same standard to look at myself. Yeah. You know, because I did have a supernatural experience that happened. In 2020, and I don't want to get back all into right. that again, but in yeah. that very surreal moment with God, I knew Joe Biden would be the next president. It wasn't what I wanted to hear. Um, didn't feel like I was supposed to share that with a lot of people. I did share yeah. it with a few people. They all agreed that maybe you need to keep that to yourself. Yeah, they get everybody mad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know and I You're remember, heretic, I remember on election right. night uh, yeah. I wanted so badly to be wrong I wanted to have missed that I wanted it and and you know we and I don't want to go down you know the, the 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 night of the election but but the point of it when it it, it didn't happen and, and I knew sitting there on the couch as much as I wanted this to be different yes. He knew it wasn't going to be. Yeah. But, and, and, you know, and, and so and it ended up not, you know, I mean, and, and you know, and, and when people say attention, that, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not going to brag it by myself because broken clock can be well, wrong twice. Why don't you get on the podcast and go out and tell everybody about it? Well, write a book. Yeah, write a book. I mean, go, go, go get interviewed by Fox News yeah. so they can hear you on all this thing that it's going to. And, and, and get out there so that everybody can hear about it. No, what you did was you said, first of all, I heard from God. Yeah. And I said, and you wanted to prove all things. Hold yeah. fast that which is good. You see, that's scriptural. That's, that's first, what is that? Yeah, first, I, I went to a few people yeah. that I trusted who all had a negative reaction. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, I had a negative reaction. Well, yeah. yeah you know, but, but what I'm saying, I never had God speak to me about who the president Mm -hmm. I was not seeking that. I wasn't thinking about that no. or anything like that. And, um, and you know, and, and, you know I, have, I, I did pray the other day, and I said, Lord, you know, I said, I've said ever since that moment that uh, I just appreciate you not telling me anything like that. Yeah, yeah, do it. It me nothing. Not include me again. me nothing but pain. Uh, I felt like Jeremiah. But you see, you see all these people out there. What, what they? Well, you say they they want attention. They want yeah. other people to think, oh, how spiritual. I'm sorry. I'm well, going to get down. They to wanted attention. How spiritual they telling, are. They're telling people what they want to hear. Yes. You know, when you get a word from God, say about Micaiah there in Second, well, First Kings twenty-two, mm -hmm. and he gets that word from God about. He describes this heavenly scene. This whatever and. Uh, and that God, this had put a lying spirit in the mouth of all of his prophets, mm -hmm. and that Ahab would die in the battle at Ramon Gilead, yeah. and all like that. And of course, you know, he got 
He first of all, prison because he ain't saying anything that anybody wants to hear. Yeah. He's Ahab. You're Ahab. That's, that's a badge of, of honor from God right there. Because if you're saying anything he wants to hear, then you got problems. All right? mm -hmm. And uh, but, but, you know, that's one of the things I noticed with this Trumpism. Yeah. By the way, I don't blame Donald Trump for this. No. Um, no. And by the way, I voted for President Trump. Yeah. I voted for him twice. All right. So I... You know, I'm not trying to badmouth him. Um, yeah. And uh, but you know, one of the things I noticed of all these people predicting or saying God told me or whatever that he would be reelected is, uh, you know, they didn't suffer when you know when they were prophesying all that because mm -hmm. that's what people wanted to hear. Yeah. I mean, and people want people yeah. want to hear it. I mean, my I have never well, seen so much idol worship in all my life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's what it was. They, well, they wanted to hear it. The thing is, is that the, the community had grabbed a hold of somebody that felt that they were, that okay, he was not the normal politician. No, no, he stirred he it up, and people like drama. I'm sorry. Uh, how many people watch Young and the Restless and General Hospital every afternoon? My grandma used to do that. <laughs> what? I mean, they love that drama, right? And the thing is, is that, but at the same time, he did a lot of good for this country. Sure, I'm not, sure not going to belittle that but, with the uh, economics and all yes. that. However, reality is reality. He didn't win. No. Okay. And you Even know how much they tried. Well, well look, at that. this is this was amazing. When he ran, you know, for the, uh, the 2016 election, people said, well, he's the first person. He's not a politician. And I thought, well, that's kind of a semantic argument there. But irregardless, I'll play. I'll play along. Right. You know, and, I, and like I said, you know, I don't think anybody thought he'd win in 2016, but he did. Yeah. I mean, I voted for him, and I didn't say Hillary Clinton. We were already praying for her because I felt like she had some physical conditions. And in prayer meeting, we were praying that I really thought she was going to win. That's what all the polls yeah. were saying. And, of course, he ended up winning. Uh, was shocked the Clintons, <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. and, and so the, I mean, the groundswell for a change was so enormous in this country. Mm -hmm. and the news media did, and the pollsters they didn't get it right. No, no. Uh, and, and and so you know, uh, you know he won, and people said he wasn't a politician. Well, when he was running, and you know for the twenty twenty, you know, even then and even now, yeah, I've heard people say, well, you know, he's just not a politician. I said, you've been president for four years. Yes, he, he is, is a politician. politician okay, come on, yep. guys. Yep. Uh, yeah, he crossed know, over. You, you, you have graduated. <laughs> um, okay, listen, we, we better kind of hold this in and get off on that. But, well, the, the point is this, is that people make predictions. When we're talking about eschatology, we're talking about end time stuff, people make predictions. And the, the fact of the matter is, is when the, we, we need to read the Word of God, when it said He's going to come as a thief in the night, it's imminent, it's going to, it could come at any time, but the thing is, we don't know the day nor the hour. So, uh, friends, you know, we need to get out of that prediction but, and actually just kind of read and let God's Word speak to us instead of trying to read something in. Well, All right. Well, here in Revelation six, when we talk about these seal judgments, mm -hmm. um, you know, we have this, uh, this, uh, you know, well, let me just read verse one. Okay. It says, "Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals." Remember, nobody was worthy to open it. No, nobody was worthy. So, so this Lamb, this Jesus, he opens the seals, 
And I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a loud voice like thunder, come and see. And I looked, and behold, here's this first one, a white horse. Okay, you got a white horse. And he who sat on it had a bow. A bow. And, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering to conquer. Okay. And, uh, and, and from, you know, I, like I said, I... Well, let's take, let's take it one at a time. you got a white horse, right? Yeah. And the one, you know, some people say that the thing about a white horse, is that Jesus? And, yeah, uh, no, I, I don't see that. First of all, you notice he doesn't have a sword in his hand. That's one thing. No, now, one of these writers got a sword in his hand. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, don't get too caught up on the white horse stuff right here. Uh, yes, Jesus is going to come back on a white horse in Revelation 19. But yes. let's not confuse this person with that person. Yeah. Uh, this okay. is a judgment in the tribulation. Yes. I believe this is the, the Antichrist confirming a covenant with the peoples for a week. Mm -hmm. The 70th week of Daniel, I believe, begins here. And notice it says that uh, he had a bow, he had a crown, and it was given to him, and he went out conquering to conquer. And what we can see from the Antichrist, what we can see in Scripture, is that in large part he's going to be successful. Now that doesn't mean that he is going to rule the whole entire world because he's going to have his own enemies. Uh, but yeah. but he's going to rule most of it. And, uh, and well, I had heard. I, okay, well, for, for, first of all, I want to I want to read that last piece from NKJV. He's a, a New King James. He went out as a conqueror, so he might conquer. Now, are th these are aspects of the Antichrist? I believe all four horsemen are aspects of what he will do. Okay. I, I believe each part is, is kind of like a successive what he's going to do. The white horse, and, and think about a white horse. What is a white horse? If you're thinking biblically, uh, a white horse represents something that's pure. It represents yeah. something that's, yeah. that's clean. It's... Um, you know, it's trustworthy, and, and I believe that's what he will confirm a covenant uh, uh, with, with the with Israel for uh, mm -hmm. seven years. Um, I don't know what that covenant is going to involve. I do know that he is going to set himself up in the temple, yeah, and proclaim himself to be God. So, will a temple be built before the Antichrist shows up here, or will it be built soon after? I don't know. I don't. It doesn't tell us what this. Some people say, well, it'll be like a peace treaty between them and other countries. That's not what it says. It just says he will confirm a covenant yes. with them. That's not, a covenant is an agreement. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say it's a peace agreement. It doesn't say anything else other than that. So I think, once again, let's let the scripture just speak. Yes. And, uh, and what we do know here is, assuming that this is the Antichrist, and I believe it is, he has a boat. He has a crown, and he goes out uh, conquering to conquer. Yeah. So as a crown, a crown representing power. Power. He has power. They give him power, and then he's con he went out as a conqueror. You see, at this particular point in this seal, you don't see the warring or the fighting happening at this point. But you will see it. It's, it's well, coming I, in the I think second. there's an allusion to it. He's conquering. Yeah. And, and, and so is, is this a military thing? 
I mean, is he uh, going to get well, some yeah, A lot of people have, have thought about, well, you know, the man of sin, and, you know, and of course he gets the, you know, the, the beast, and the, you know, the seven heads, crowns, and all, representing something. Um, I mean, it, the scripture doesn't tell us. No. But I do believe that the Antichrist is going to be very influential. Mm -hmm. uh, will he be ahead of a state or a nation? Um, I think it's possible. I mean, he, for, let, me, let me use a different term here. He brokers an agreement. We've got to have some kind of power to do that. Yeah. Uh, and remember this, that in the temptation of Jesus, one of the temptations was, if you'll just Fall bow down and worship, worship me, I'll give you all the, the, the kingdoms, of the, kingdoms of the world. He shows them in a moment of time. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 you know, of course, Jesus resisted that. Uh, this is what Paul says, the man of sin, he's not going to resist that. No, it's not. I believe he's going to take it, and and apparently it's a legitimate offer. Uh, so whatever influence he has, whether he is like the president of a nation, prime minister, uh, premier, or what I don't know, mm -hmm. but he seems to be somebody politically that has political power. Yeah, you have to have political power to broker a, a, a covenant. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And when you think about Israel being one of the most hated uh, people. Oh, uh, yeah. People, yeah. I mean, so you, you small, have, but you yes, have so uh, the Iranians have made it very clear that they don't want a peace with Israel, neither does the Palestinians, not the leadership of the Palestinians. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about just Palestinians, your average person. Yeah. I'm talking about the leadership of it. They don't, they don't, want, they don't want peace with in fact, they said they the only piece they want is they want to kill them all. They want them. They want to drive them into the sea. Of course, I love one of their prime ministers said, you know, uh, you, you want to try that? You can come and die with us. Yeah. And that's a veiled threat that we will nuke you. And thanks to President Obama, we know that Israel possesses over 100 nuclear weapons that we gave them. No, is Israel or Iran? No, Israel. Oh, Israel does? Yes. Oh. Uh, president Obama, when he was president, revealed that. No one's ever, ever they've always suspected it, but he he put a figure on it. Now, a lot of people got mad at the time, and and that might not have been the most politic thing to do. For, uh, probably for not. But I also <laughs> think God used it. Yeah. Uh, well. Because now you have confirmation that... Uh, yeah, you want to kill us? Like they said, there'll never be another Holocaust ever. No. We will never submit to that. Good for them. Okay. Um, yeah. And, you yeah. know, and, and not to be political, and I realize that that is a political hot uh, topic there. If, if, if I'm just going to be biblical, God promised that man to Abraham. He promised him far more than what Israel yep. has. And uh, so, you know, the way I, I look at it is, um, you know, I believe Israel alone. And I would say yeah. this to our president, he, I doubt very seriously you're listening to this, but if you are, uh, you would do well to be Israel's friend. Yes. Uh, anyways, so I Those who bless it. you <laughs> will be blessed. Okay. Um, okay, so you got a conquerors. And, Pastor, it, 
Throughout history, we have had a lot of conquerors. Yes, well, we talked about uh, Nimrod. The beginning. Well, you talked about Nimrod. You talked about, okay, if we look in Alexander the Great, who is yeah. in the Greek Empire, uh, what about in Rome? I mean, he got all these... Well, I mean, that splintered off into uh, his four generals at his death. He died very early, I think about 30-something. Yeah. And, uh, and that ends up, well... They kind of fight with each other a little bit, so mm -hmm. you end up getting two of them. I think, and I've got my history right here. Uh, that forms what we know as the eastern and the western side of the Roman Empire. Okay. And um, and uh, and what a lot of people think, well, the Roman Empire was you know like over you know two thousand some years, fifteen hundred or whatever. Yeah. Nah, not really. The eastern side was that old. Okay. Uh, the west had been conquered. Well before that, but what is what is the Roman Empire and Jesus and Paul and all the apostles in the first century? It's that eastern side, which if you would just be really technical about this, morphed into what we call the Ottoman Empire, mm -hmm. uh, and the and the West uh, one that kind of got conquered, sort of the British Empire. Uh, is sort of a remnant of that. Wow. Uh, they used to call themselves the British Empire. They don't call that. They call it England now. England, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and by the way, it was uh, the British Empire that took back Israel. Yeah. Eventually. Okay. Uh, it, it, it amazing how it's amazing. It's amazing. You look at the history and how all this stuff worked together. And you know, God in His sovereignty uh, made promise mm -hmm. that I'll bring you back from the ends of the earth. Yeah. Israel, only nation, only nation on the face of the earth in history that was dead for almost 3,000 years and God revived them revived. as a valley of yep. dry bones mm -hmm. and made them a nation. Yes. Wow. It's never happened, ever. That's supernatural. Yes, and it so, is. And why I think that's significant is because that happens in 1948. And no matter where you are on theology or eschatology or how you would interpret that, uh, I think it's very, very, very possible that the generation that Jesus was talking about that would not pass away until all these things were fulfilled might, and I'm going to use that as a might, might be that generation in 1948. Yeah. Uh, that is significant because God prophesied that the Old Testament happened happened in 1948 and could it be that before that generation completely passes away that the things that we're reading okay. about here in Revelation are going to start happening. So when you talk about a generation, how many years are you talking people, this is what they do in, in the predictions but I'm just messing with you, but uh, how many years are we talking about? Well, I mean, biblically, I mean a lot of people say well, 40 years is a generation, some people say 70. To be honest with you, uh, there is a Big case to be made that a hundred years, a hundred years is, is a, a generation. So uh, it depends uh, on. <laughs> well, it, you know, <laughs> oh, my, my, my point of it is, yeah. I mean, think of it this way: if, if your grandfather is a hundred and four, that's his generation. Yes. My my all lived to be ninety uh, before he died. So would it have to be a person born in nineteen forty-eight? Well, I think it's anyone born in 1948. Okay. From that point, you could point to that. Well, we're in 2023 right now. 
Yeah, we're in 2023. So, but that's how many years from 48 at this point? Let me get my math out here. Don't, don't. I'm not good. I had it under my head. That's 52. That's my weakness there. 52, and then you had another 23. That's well, 75. 20, 2048. So. Yeah. 2048 would be 100 years. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, uh, now, and, and, and I, could, I could put some curiosities to things. Okay. Uh, that I've heard. And like I said, I just kind of weigh out things because I don't know. But uh, there is the issue. A lot of people talk about 2025, mm -hmm. uh, and there's reasons why they talk about 2025. They talk about it because of Revelation 8. Yeah. First four trumpet judgments appear to be an asteroid strike or something. Yeah, Opus. Yeah, and then we got Opus <laughs> out there coming in 2029 on right. April the 13th on a Friday. Uh, that's NASA's prediction, by the way. They say it's not going to hit us. I don't know if it's going to hit us or not. I don't know. But uh, but anyway, but but some have said, well, what if it did? Would it could it be possibly the fulfillment of Revelation eight wormwood? And you know, it could. I mean, I don't know that, but it could. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and if and if it was, then people just work it backwards. If you're pre-trib. Yeah. That puts it in uh, 2025, <laughs> and I think what month, and that puts it in the uh, Feast of Trumpets. And, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, those are just... I, I, we're not predicting. We no, are just... No, We're messing with it. No, I, I, I'm just saying it's... People are always trying to figure out when Jesus... Yeah, right. yeah. My point, let me do... I'll just say it right now. He, he can come back today. Yes, he could. He didn't have to wait for Alpopus. No. All right, so... Uh, be ready today. Yeah, um, you know. But, but what right. I'm saying is, these are fascinating things that people are interested in them. Yes, I'm interested. Yeah, in they, them. they like to stay awake at night and keep them yeah, up at night, Pastor. Yeah. I got my grandkid over there asking me about this stuff. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So we go on to the second seal. Let's read this. When the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, "Come." Then another horse came out. He said, you know, I almost picture this as, as he, there's a, st a stable. What, out of curiosity, what version do you read that of? Oh, this is New King James Version. No, it's not. Um, do they change it on me? Oh my goodness, this is Tree of Life Version. Anyway, yeah, let me let okay, me let me let me read you. Go do it out of you. Okay. <laughs> uh, when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, "Come and see." Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace okay. from the earth, okay. and that people should kill one another. And there was given him a grace uh, sword. Uh, so this is notice. That, that he he is granted to take peace from the earth. And okay. I believe that's what Antichrist will do. Fiery uh, mm -hmm. yeah, when I and when I when I read that about this fiery horse, I thought about Matthew twenty four and verse uh, twelve when Jesus said that lawlessness would increase mm -hmm. and the love of love many, of many that, that's a birth pain. The love of many would grow cold. This Manifestation of what we'll say the Antichrist work 
Is he going to take peace from the earth? Yeah. Well, remember in Daniel 9, he is going to confirm a covenant with Israel, but yet at the same time, he's going to be taking peace from the earth. And, and part of why I believe he's going to be doing this is he's going out conquering the conqueror. Yeah, that means that there's going to be nations that if they don't submit to his will, he's going to take care of them. I, I see the word chaos here. Yes. Chaos. And um, and the thing is, you take peace from something and then all, excuse the phrase, all hell breaks loose. And the thing is here is that how close, how much, how many birth pangs are we experiencing today, Pastor? I mean, even, okay, we all, okay, and, and this is one point I think you made last week, and I think this is really important for us to understand. A lot of us here in America, we see things from an American standpoint. Yeah, and, you know, the gospel's bigger than America. Yes. I mean, we've been, we haven't even been here 300 years yet. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, this was written, first of all, to seven churches and Turkey. Yes. Well, we would, it wouldn't have been called Turkey then. They called Asia. Uh, but, but, yeah, the, the, yeah and, and most of what we're going to read here in Revelation is going to be centered in the Middle East because everything in Bible prophecy revolves around Israel. Yes. I mean, that, that's it. You know, people say, well, it's... United States is in prophecy. Well, I don't think it's specific in prophecy. I've heard people interject certain things. Oh, okay. be, yeah, there's all sorts of they theories. Can be, they can, the they can be right. I, yeah. I'm not saying there's not, yeah. but they're not pinpointed specific. What is pinpointed specific is things like Russia. Yes. Yeah. You know, and uh, China. Yeah, China. <laughs> uh, you know, we have some of those things are pretty pretty clear. Yes. Uh, but but you know, and, and part of the reason is because they're in that. Geographical era area yeah. of where they're at. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, people Iran, Iraq, Syria. You know, Syria, Syria. It's weird. So, uh, so if we look at that area today, okay, I understand what's going on in the United States. I mean, you got all this mess going, political mess that's happening in the United States, and uh, you got the Democrats and the Republicans. You got all the media. You have the uh, BLM tearing up cities, uh, Chicago, I mean, uh, uh, things happening. They're living on the streets, and it's a, become a, a literal wasteland in California and San Francisco up there. And you got all this stuff. Okay, that's the United States. But today, over, say, in the Middle East, in that area, what's going on? Are there wars? Or there's well, a war they're, going on? they're almost—I say a war. They're in a state, a constant state of conflict. Yeah, uh, with, with their neighbors, and uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure on them to give up the Gaza Strip. That would be crazy if they do that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Golan Heights, all that other kind of stuff, and and there's people that are lobbing missiles over there at them periodically. Most of these miss. They have an iron dome that takes care of most of this. And uh, and if I understand right, I believe we're in much we're, we're pretty much what gave them that technology. Yeah, we yeah, have thank God. The hey, progress. with everything that's going on in our country right now, we are living off of borrowed blessings. Yes. Uh, of being very supportive to Israel since nineteen forty eight. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, 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 you know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer <laughs> or anything like that, but I don't see our country lasting another hundred years. Uh, I mean, in other words, I'm not saying we might not be here a hundred years from now, but not the America that you know of. It, I, That's I, already changed, I mean, Pastor. I mean, I, I'm 56 years old, yeah. and, and the, the, the America, and I'll be specific, the Texas that I grew up in as a kid, that world is gone, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it is shocking it has to see the degradation, the escalation of, of, of morality that has fallen in our country, and it is grieving. It is. I mean, the things have changed so much. I don't want to get into the political thing. Um, what I was going to ask you about was the, well, I was going to tell a story. I was over in 1985. This is dates me, by the way, and how old I am. Anyway, I was over in 1985, and we were on an archaeological dig for the summer. We uh, we went up, and we were staying at a city called Kiryat Shimon. This was by the Lebanese border, right? And so what we would do, we were over there sitting there in, in our kibbutz or whatever you want to call it, and we were listening, and you could hear the bombshells, sonic booms and all that going on while we were there. We, uh, after we had finished our, um, finished our dig, and we were getting ready, we were getting on the buses, and they bust us over to Egypt. We were going on a couple of weeks uh, before we came back to the United States. We left, the day that we left, that evening, the, the town, the big town we were in, and all of us were wandering around, looking around, shopping, buying food, everything else. Kiryat Shimon was bombed and devastated that evening before we uh, right after we left, which is just kind of here right in that area. So yeah, things are happening over there. They're in a constant state of flux over there and, and war and fighting. And uh, I think Israel, just this last week, they said something about some sort of a conflict going on over there. Um, well, so, they, they, they have terrorist attacks pretty yeah. regularly and things like that. And, and what's weird is the, the way the world looks at that. They said, well, you know, the, the, they have to have a way of expressing themselves because yeah. of the, they call, they call Israel the apartheid state. Yes. They use all these terms and, and it's, it's amazing uh, the kind of, um, well, like I said, remember this, Hitler kills six million of them. Yes. Okay? There, there is a, uh, there is a hatred for the uh, Israeli people. Yes. And for all of you out there that are taught uh, replacement theology that the church replaced Israel, I, I want to remind you of something. Not first of all, that's not biblical. No, it's but, not. But I want to remind you that Jesus is a Jewish Messiah. Yes. And let's don't forget that. And the New Testament was written primarily. From Jewish people to us, yes, and uh, we have a debt of gratitude that that we should have for that. Mm -hmm. Thank God for all of that. But I'm saying, Good, yeah. let's don't forget the country that provided the Messiah for us. You see, God made that promise to Abraham, yes, back then, right? And so God. His, his his what what he says God never changes. No. He's, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We talk about that 
a lot, but we don't understand. I don't think we grasp the concept. He's going to fulfill that promise, and that that promise was made to the Israeli or to the Jewish people, and that's where they are. So we need to understand how important Israel and the Jewish people are to God. And the thing is, well, well, what about us? Well, yes. Okay, first of all, didn't Paul say salvation was extended to the Jew first, yes. then to the Gentile? Hello, we're Gentiles, okay? Um, to the Jew first, and then to the Gentiles. Yeah, and, uh, and it's not, that, that's the way it always is, is in that order. And, and uh, in fact, Paul goes on to say that God took the Jew and the Gentile and made one new man in Christ. Yes. So we would never be complete in Christ without the Jew and the Gentile together. Yes. And uh, so, I mean, and, and the, so that doesn't replace Israel, but what that does is that's in Christ Jesus, uh, that's that's who we are. Yeah. It's Jew and Gentile together. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as Israel proper is concerned, that's God's territory, that's God's ground. It's what God promised Abraham. In fact, what they occupy is so little of the the parameters of uh, you know of what God gave them. Yeah. If you were to get, give them everything that you see defined in Joshua one, uh, part of Iraq and Iran would mm -hmm. be theirs. Okay. And last time I checked, Israel's not trying to get that. No. They're just trying to live where they're at. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they, our they job, peace. <laughs> and our job is to uh, to, to be supportive <coughs> and not try to divide. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's. Uh, I'm not sure where we're at on the time scale, but let's move no, we on. We got about eight minutes. Oh boy. Okay. Um, I think we can get through the next. Let's do the third. Said what? No, I got the right one this time. Okay, you'll do it. Okay. okay. When he opened the third seal. I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of the barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. Now we have scales here, a pair of scales, Pastor. What uh, a black horse. Now, uh, a lot of people interpret, what is this black horse? What does this represent? Well, I, well I've heard people talk about famine. Uh, I, you know, it depends on, you know, like right here, this is the New King James. This is the, uh, uh, the Thomas Nelson one. Mm -hmm. uh, th this is what I call my precious Bible. This is lambskin, by the way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, but anyway, uh, here they, they put a little thing, which is this is not scripture. This is just a designation. They put third seal scarcity on the earth. Uh, scarcity. Inflation? Yeah, I think inflation. Um, you know, obviously. Uh, the, the economic markets are hey, going to be um, right coming now, into play. Well, right now, we, we've been dealing with 100 and two to 105 degree weather every day. Yes. Not a let off for almost two weeks now. Apparently next week we're looking at a highs of 106. Oh, that far. And, 
And, and it hadn't rained. I can't remember the last time it rained. I mean, all the grass everywhere in Georgetown, unless you're watering it, uh, it's dead. We're here on 12 acres. Mm -hmm. And uh, the and church George, is. Georgetown has a uh, We uh, water, water the grass here, okay? Until the 17th. <laughs> and uh, too much to water. Uh, I mean, it, it's just, it's going back to dirt. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, we, and we just got off of, just a couple of years ago, an eight-year drought. Yeah. Where Lake Georgetown, uh, Lake Travis there in Austin, uh, over three-quarters of the lake dried up. Yeah. When I say dried up, I mean you walk on it. Uh, I I remember going on the Georgetown Lake just a couple of years ago, me and my son did, and we walked. We actually saw the San Gabriel River where it was at mm -hmm. and went down, and it still was a little water in it. We saw, what's that little thing right there? We go, oh, there's the river. Yeah. And that's where it came in. And uh, and it's weird. You could, I forget how many miles we walked in there, and the only thing that had any water was where the dam was. Wow. And the same was in Lake Livingston, yeah. in Lake Travis. And, uh, and when we're talking about eight years, we're talking about a drought. I mean, a, a California has mm -hmm. been in a worse drought than that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then you go in other parts of the world where they've experienced drought, famines. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus talked about these things what happened in the last days as birth pains. Yeah. I see them as escalating. Uh, but when I'm looking at, you know, 102 to 106 weather every day in Georgetown, Texas, where it's in the high 90s at nighttime at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Man, this, I mean, the, the, the scripture that came to my mind is what God told Solomon. He said, when I shut up the heavens yes. where there is no rain, I send locusts upon the land in, in pestilence. You know, that's that part of my people who are called by my name. Yes, yes, you yes, know, yes. You know, do uh -huh. humble themselves, pray, see his face, repent. And uh, if this is not judgment from God, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, you know, okay, it's and, and I think it, it, it it's crossed evil. over to something that's it, very important. Yeah, the, the judgment of God. Here we are beginning the judgment. This is, these are the judgments yeah. of God. We're talking about the seals, and we're talking the court of, uh, what is it, court of wheat for a denarius. And what we're talking about is here is that when there is less and less food or, or supply, supply and demand. You have less supply, and you have a high demand. Guess what? Prices Costs go way up. Hey, it wasn't that long ago that people here in Georgia were paying eight, nine dollars for eggs. Yeah. Now, thank God that's come down. You know, and fortunately, me and my wife we have chickens, so we didn't suffer. Yeah, yeah. But but what what I'm saying is, <laughs> there are sometimes it's a good thing to have stuff like that. Uh, we didn't get chickens for that reason. Yeah, we get them to feed our dogs. And that. Anyway. Okay. But uh, but you know, uh, but and like I said, the eggs price have, have went down. Yeah. But I remember the gallon of milk got expensive. Oh yeah. Uh, inflation. And by the way, all that had to happen. This and and and, and, and don't. Once again, I'm not trying to be political. These are just facts are facts. Uh, when uh, Joe Biden was sworn in as president, uh, what was one of the first things he did? Well, he shut he, down the pipeline. Yeah, he 
The Keystone Pipeline. The Keystone Pipeline. Yeah. yeah. And Thousands then, of people lost their jobs. Gas prices went from a dollar fifty way, way And at up. the same time that happened, yeah. Russia invaded, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Ukraine. 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 And, yeah. uh, and that jacked prices up too. So it was like a double whammy. We wouldn't have had to worry about that because we were energy independent before mm -hmm. that. Uh, we were actually selling oil to other people. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, and man, the price of, of gas went up. With the price of gas, then we had some poultry uh, chicken places burn down. Mm -hmm. We had some. Uh, well, we still were dealing with COVID. Uh, I mean, the world was like upside down. And you go to the grocery store. And there were things you couldn't find in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's how quick it can happen. Well, it's still, I mean, okay, yeah, things got back better. Uh, you know, the things started coming back later. Now, this is how many years are we into this uh, presidency now? About, well, are we doing two to three, two and a half? It'll be the three. things start trickling back to the, but at the same time, there's still stuff you can't find. And the prices are just jacked up. I mean, all over oh, the place. And all the, the problems. Yeah. So many people have moved from California to here. Mm -hmm. And and we're all happy. Eddie, I don't want to blame you for moving from California either. But, you know, what, it, what it's <laughs> done, though, is it has jacked the prices up. It's not just from California. It's all over the nation. And, by the way, it's not just Texas. This is also Florida and some other places. And it's caused the housing market to reach a bubble which I believe will burst. I yes. do believe it will burst. Uh, uh, Williamson County in this area has been insulated from this for quite some time, but there's always a judgment day coming. Okay? Yes, there is. And, uh, and, but, and, and you did speak about judgment. We're talking about judgment uh, back in the Old Testament, Second Chronicles, in that this was one sign, or the, uh, the sign when the Lord would shut up the heavens, and that there, this was a sign of his judgment. Yes. And I believe that, you know, and within the United States, and, you know, the, the way things are going, uh, as well as the world, but here, I mean, you, I mean, you look at this stuff and you wonder, is this the judgment of God? Well, or, or he, the, heat, or, the heat is just ridiculous now. So, and then, which means no watering, things dying. All your crops dying, fruit, this type of. We grew some. We started a garden, or my oh, son in yeah. started a garden, and we got some cucumber. We were getting really excited about it. It dried up. Oh yeah, we were getting massive zucchini, uh, 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 tomatoes, and we were getting a squash, yellow squash, and a yellow pumpkin squash. Yeah, and these things, and, and bushwash. Uh, you know, I, we were we were. We're doing good, and I mean, I, we're, we're picking up uh, zucchini that long and about that long. Yeah, I've we never had a big seen one like, yeah. anything. It was going, and all of a sudden, boom. Boom. That's it. And I mean, right now, the only thing that's growing in my garden is banana trees. <laughs> They're not producing bananas yet, mm -hmm. but banana trees, because they love this kind of stuff, and a jalapeno, too. Three jalapenos. Jalapeno. They're producing. I love jalapenos. So I, uh, well, I'm in heaven. Good shape, I am in heaven. You know. Well, but, you can't eat anything else. You got, you know. got some jalapenos <laughs> to go after. Most of them hadn't been hot until I got a hold of one last night. I mean, whoa, that was hot. I finally found one. Yeah. But uh, but but anyway, uh, you know, the, the, yes, this uh, 
This, yeah, this is this is a sign, and then this the third horse of the apocalypse, horseman. Let's um, look, look at the fourth one here. Yeah, let's let's and, go ahead uh, and, and see. So when he opened the fourth seal, I heard a voice from the fourth living creature saying, "Come and see." So I looked, and behold, I would have loved to have been to see what John saw. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse. Now, uh, the. the the, the, this is the New King James. If you were reading the New American Standard, they say Ashen. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, if I if I've got this pronunciation right, cholera, cholera, and, uh, and it literally means green. Uh, it's it's like a pale green, uh, and and so this. Yeah. Some people say that when they were translating this uh, from uh, from from Greek to say Latin. Okay. They had a hard time with a green horse. Yeah. There ain't no such thing as a green horse. No. But that's what he saw. He saw something that was pale green. Pale green. And uh, and so uh, in the name of him who sat on it was death. death. And Hades or hell followed with him. And notice this. This is amazing right here. And power was given to them over a, a fourth of the earth. To kill with a sword and with hunger, with death and the beast of the earth. Now, when I, I, I see this, Pastor, you, you got death happening. This is death. Yeah, I mean. The, okay, and hell is fall. I mean, Hades or hell following behind him. And it says a fourth of the earth is slain through three matters: sword, hunger, with death. What is this? And by the beasts of the field, yeah, the so beasts of the earth. Yeah, so you got four. So to kill with a sword, and then with Does that say that a, a, a fourth of the earth drops into hell? Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, you know, and when I say if nothing else, I mean that could be uh, that the fifth seal is where you got these martyrs who were killed during this time. But they're not. I, I mean, if martyrs for Christ are not going. These to people, hell. when it says hell followed with him, either is an illusion that a fourth of the earth uh, is going to perish. I don't know what a quarter of eight billion people. What would that be? A quarter. Well, I mean, two billion, right? Yeah, I think, isn't it? A quarter. A quarter of, you got eight quarter. billion. You know, that's four by fours, too. That's uh, two two billion. Two people. billion people dropping off the face of the earth into hell. The Bible, in one part, says that hell hath enlarged itself. Yes. It uses that terminology, and. A fourth of the earth goes, dies and goes to hell. And by the way, we're, we, we see this in, in Revelation. You see like a fourth here. You see a third. You know, like the rivers dried up. A mm -hmm. third of people died. Yeah. I mean, it, well, the wormwood uses a third. Yeah, in that third. sense. Uh, this world is going to get a lot smaller before this, is, this tribulation period is over. Yeah. And and that's one once again, let let's just 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 roll this around in your head. What if the premillennial view is right? I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, what if the pre tribulation rapture is the correct view? And uh, and and if you're living for God and you've committed your life to Jesus, you've repented. Mm -hmm. You get to miss this, which would be the 
I mean, you get to miss it. I mean, in other words, a rapture of the church would happen. Yeah. Then the church indwelt by the Spirit of God, the restrainer is removed. Yeah. And the man of sin is revealed as this white horse with a bow and a crown. Mm Mm-hmm. And we see this going through all these different ones. Yeah. A white one, a red one, a black one, a green one. By the way, this word green, which I've heard someone say this, uh, interesting that Islam's color is green. Yeah. I don't know if that means anything. Islam wasn't around at this time. Yeah. Uh, it didn't come around to around, what, 612 It was in 600 B.C., somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. The rise of Islam uh, with Muhammad. Uh, could this? I mean, Islam is the fastest growing religion in the world right now. It is. That ought to. If you're a Christian, that should cause you concern. Yeah, okay? it's quite concern. Uh, and what is the concern? We need to do a better job of evangelism. Yes, we do. That's one of the reasons why we do these videos. Yeah. This is not the only thing we do, but what I'm saying is that we want to get this out to as many people as we can. Because I do believe the end is near. Mm-hmm. I don't know how near. I don't know if we have a hundred years or we have five minutes. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I do but know this that so we need to be ready. These four horsemen. I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna throw out a little picture to you and draw you a picture. The rapture of the church happens, the church is taken away. You're not there. You're here. Now listen this is this is how this could affect you. Not saying that it's you know 100%, but it could affect you. First of all, this man, this uh, Antichrist comes into power. He's a great leader. He's a, a popular leader. Comes into power. During this time, all hell breaks loose on the earth. Now, I'm sorry, I'm using these terms, but it talks about that second horse. Uh, the first horse has risen. The second horse, conflict on the earth. The you see all hell breaking loose on here. There's wars. People are fighting all over the place. This is what's going on. Now, during this time, famine, I mean, the, you can't buy anything except it is just overpriced. You can barely make it to feed your kids. Because you, you may sit there and have to share a small loaf of bread in the middle of your living room. Am I getting dramatic? Well, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. And you're, you're there and you're going through this. Okay? And then the fourth horseman comes up with death and death. A fourth of the earth are killed through what? Through sword, uh, sword hunger. People are dying from hunger all over the world. That could be you. That could be your children. This is with death, and that's interesting. But then what about this? With the beast of the earth. Uh, you know, that's God, God. one of the one, one of the things that God said to uh, Noah when he got off the ark, he, he talked about the fear that animals would have yes. the fear of man. Yeah. I mean, isn't it amazing? Uh, you know, I shared this with once, that uh, when I was a much younger man, I was living on the Morgan Ranch. We were pastoring in Blanco, Texas at yeah. that time. And he had these bulls. He had this Bramer bull. I don't know how much this bull weighed. Over 2,000, I'm sure. He was a monster. Okay. And uh, and I had a, an evangelist friend with me on the ranch that day. 
and his name was Dave, and, and, and he played semi-professional football. He's a big man. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I said, hey, come here, just check out this bull. I was going to set him up for this. I had to do it. It's horrible. Anyway, and I, and I said, come on. He said, oh, man, that bull, it scared him. And he's like, uh, I don't know. I said, oh, come on, come on, come on. It's all right, it's all right. And, and the bull was up there by a windmill. And I got, you know, I might have got maybe, oh, I don't know, 50 feet. We got pretty close. And I said, uh, you know, he's freaked out. This thing is enormous. And I said, watch, watch this. And I, I, I just jumped out and ran. And I went, yeah! And, and that bull size got big. He took off. He could have killed me. You know what I mean? But he just shot out, and I knew he would. Anyway, I hope he would. Anyway, he did. And I looked back thinking, you know, my friend, his name was Dave. I was thinking, you know, yeah. I was going to laugh at him. He had ran. Oh. He was gone <laughs> as soon as I ran. He was out of there. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, the point of it is, why would that big bull run from me? Well, what did God tell Noah? Yeah. He's that he would put the fear in him. Yeah, there have been people who screamed at grizzly bear and they'd run away. But what if that turns? But yeah, but what, what if that turns but think around? About it, the, what if you're Chihuahua? No, you think I'm joking, right? <laughs> but what would now think about it? If, at this particular point, the church is out out of the way. Yeah, the I mean, all hell, every demon spirit in hell and everything else could be turned loose on this earth, and all of a sudden you can't look. Have you ever been bitten or attacked by a dog or an animal that has rabies? Could you imagine all of their uh, these animals going crap? I mean, you got chaos, you got all hell breaking loose, and these animals starting to go after people. Yeah, I mean, could it happen? The, the I, point, I'm not saying well, we're talking about a fourth of the people. Uh, this is this is. Let me just put it to you this way: If the rapture happens before this, you don't want to be here. No, and we're not trying to scare you. We're just making an obvious statement. Now, if the rapture happens, like like some people believe, it'll be in the middle of the tribulation. Well, the wall just go through it together, you know. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is, I don't I don't. I, it, in scripture, it seems the most possible uh, hermeneutical interpretation of the rapture as it's what signals the beginning of the tribulation. In other words, it happens first. Yes. Uh, if it doesn't happen that way, hey, if it's a post-tribulation, we'll just suffer with Jesus together. Yeah, we're right? going to go through it together. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, the people in China, they have all these problems. Yeah. Let me tell you, there ain't nobody in China having these kind of problems. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and so, so you see, you know, China when I started saying that, the beast of the earth, I'm over here going, yeah. could, could, you know, animals are soulish, right? Yeah. I mean, you see, look, you have horror movies out there like Cujo. I'm oh, not gonna. I'm not. I don't. Watch, we don't watch her. I don't watch her. Anyway, I saw that years ago. Attacking you. That, 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 I can't. Remember I, 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 you know, it, it's a little humorous when thinking about your baby Chihuahua. But at the same time, it's scary to think some animals could come after you. Hey, if you hadn't been bit by a Chihuahua. You ain't lived. I mean, a twelve can bite you fifteen times before you realize what happened. Uh, fortunately, they got a lot of jaw strength. <laughs> yeah, but the, here's the thing: you say, "Well, you're making fun of." No, no, you're not making fun of this. 
Folks, I mean, if you are saved, if you know Jesus, from a, from a standpoint, what we, we believe that the scripture is saying is that we're going to be taken out of here. If you don't know Jesus, you're not. Yeah, and that's Period. the point. It doesn't matter whether it's a pre, a mid, or a post. Uh, <laughs> if yeah. you don't know Jesus, and, and let me, let, let's, let's take eschatology off the table right now. Mm -hmm. If you died right now, yeah. and you don't know him, uh, eschatology is going to be the last of your thing you're going to be worrying about. Yeah. yeah, and we don't want that to happen to anybody. No. We don't want that to happen. Be. Well, we need to probably yeah, we shut need to this roll thing this down. down. Yeah, we're getting too much into this thing. Yeah, today. it's getting to be too much fun. But, <clears throat> alrighty. But the thing is, is that we're studying it through. We're going to continue on next week going into the tribulation, continuing to look at what the Bible says and bring it out in the uh, uh, in, in this. Um, but again, we we don't we want to stress that the Lord. I mean, the Bible says that, uh, you know, God sent his son into the world to, to die on the cross so that all of us, every one of us, even you, could be saved. And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, you need to make him Lord of your life. We don't know when this stuff is going to kick off. It could kick off any point, any time. And we're already seeing, like Pastor was saying, the birth pangs of this in our country, in our world. So well, there is nothing that is, has to happen before Jesus would sound that trumpet and this all would kick off. So, but you need to know Jesus or else you're, you're going to be sitting right through all of this stuff, for sure. So, Pastor, I tell you what, could we pray? Uh, pray for the people today if they, they don't know Jesus and that they would uh, respond. Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that we can look at the, the scripture. Um, and even there in Revelation 6, Lord, um, Lord what, what, what cataclysmic events that will happen during these first four seal judgments. And, and I don't believe they've begun yet, but I believe that they're very close to beginning. Mm -hmm. I believe we're living in that time where these things are going to come to pass. And what I want more than anything, because it's what you want, you desire all men to be saved yes. and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, I pray for anyone that might be watching this, no matter when they're watching it, if they don't know you, Jesus, I pray that the Holy Spirit would, uh, would reach out to them right now. I pray that they'll respond in repentance and uh, they'll ask for forgiveness of sins and recognize their need for a Savior, and they confess that, Jesus, you are Lord of their life. Believe in their heart that, that, that God raised Jesus from the dead. And, uh, and Lord, if they'll do that, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, that says they shall be saved. Yeah. Um, and so if they will repent and acknowledge the Lordship of Jesus Christ based on a heart and belief that, that, that Jesus has been raised from the dead or that they can start this brand new life yeah. and regardless of how all this is going to be played out they know that they'll be ready to meet you whether that's by death or by the rapture of the church whichever would occur first they know that everything between them and you is okay yeah. Lord that's what we want 
That's what you want. I pray that people will receive that in the spirit of which we are speaking about it. Um, and so I ask all that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in to the Foundation Podcast this week. We will see you again next week. Sometime. Sometime next week. Anyway, God bless you all. Have a wonderful weekend. Again.